0: good morning it is tuesday november 28th six minutes after nine it's kendall and casey on 93 w i b c what's that look for already you're giving me the eye no,
1: no it's fine I, look i just i i you have this beautiful template put together and you put a lot of work into it and mm-hmm. i just i'm gonna just blow it all up here for a second okay. because we get so much crap on this show you They're so mean to these politicians, and you never have anything nice to say. So I thought we might start the show today, and I'm going to just do a little impromptu. Go for it. Saying something nice about a local politician. Okay. Now, Friday, I may not say something nice about him, but at least for this moment in time, Mm -hmm. uh, the mayor of Lebanon, Matt Gentry, got back to us. Yeah. And, of course, we've been very critical of this whole LEAP District and mm-hmm. this plan to siphon off millions of gallons of water daily from Tippecanoe County to to Boone County uh, for the for that LEAP District. And to his credit, Matt Gentry, uh, we've said some not-so-nice things about him and that plan. He manned up, and he said, I'll see you Friday. Okay, so he
0: has said that there's enough water for the Lilly Project and also the current residents in Boone County. Yeah, what about
1: the rest of the... <laughs>
0: but if there's more projects coming, that's where there might
1: be an issue. And, and look, we we give credit where credit's due. And this is, so it comes back to the thing yesterday with Rokita being a complete wuss <laughs> and being Billy Badass with Hammer and Nigel and Tony Kennett, and then when we offer, say, mm-hmm. hey, say it to our face, brah, mm-hmm. and then it's radio silence. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt Gentry, the mayor of Lebanon, says, Hey, look, we clearly disagree on this. We're going to come in. I'm going to come in there, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. He ain't scared. No. So we give, All right, good. We're going to give full credit yeah. that the uh, mayor of Lebanon has the cojones to come in and the attorney general does not fake tough guy Todd Rokita <laughs> uh does not so all we can ask okay. all we ask is that people answer the questions mm-hmm. reasonable people are going to disagree I'm sure Casey a hundred percent no mind is going to be changed in the room when we have that conversation but we give people credit when they're willing to come in and answer the questions stand by their word
0: absolutely show some conviction somebody was giving us a hard time saying that we're being too rough on Todd uh, Rokita uh, because he's, an he's, a, victim, Casey. he's he's fighting the culture wars here in Indiana
1: <laughs> that's not his job though his job is to enforce the constitution the mm-hmm. laws of the state of Indiana now i know a little bit later we're going to get into Rokita just taking a giant crap on the whole Delphi thing, which mm-hmm. is totally ridiculous. Here's what I think, Casey, because Todd is clearly not going to respond to us. Micah is going to join us later. Yeah, I know he reached out to Todd and told Todd's people and said, should do the same thing. So since fake tough guy, Todd Rokita is not going to respond and they listen, they've admitted they listen. So they hear it. It's just like Todd Young's people. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think we should do. And maybe we'll run this by Micah because he's a voice of reason later yeah. on in the in the hour. I think tomorrow yeah. you and I should uh, walk over a formal invitation mm-hmm. to Todd Rokita's office and drop it off in person. <laughs> you think? Because the last time I did I like this... how you are roping me in on well, this. Well, look, you you knew what you signed up for. I warned you about taking this job, Casey. Uh, you did. I warned you about ta- I did everything in my power to keep you from taking this job. <laughs> you and did. I said, sister, you are entering a world the likes you've never seen before. Oh, you
0: know what? Nobody told me I'd be picking a fight with the attorney general. Well,
1: okay, so if you remember, the last mm-hmm. time I— I did a walkover, uh, you know, invite mm-hmm. at the, or questionnaire. It was to the governor's office, yeah. and we got the golden response of mm-hmm. it would not serve Hoosiers well, which we have now used for essentially two years on this show. Yeah. And Rokita is so unhinged, he may give us something even better. So I am thinking, Todd, I think we're coming tomorrow. We're going to drop <laughs> off this invitation since you're too chicken mm-hmm. to to let us know if you'll come on this show or not. I think we're going to walk it over tomorrow. Okay,
0: sounds good. Uh, it is 10 minutes after <laughs> nine. It's- Kendall. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs> Rob
1: Kendall was shot on sight outside the station.
0: <laughs> oh no! Do not use me as a human shield, please. Do you think Todd Rokita likes cookies, or like we can bring some Christmas cookies with him, kind of uh, butter him up a little, there, soften it? There's no. You th- you said you wanna you wanna try and get along.
1: Well, I think that ship has sailed based on the fact that after I said that, the day later <laughs> that he, he called us clowns. Yes, absolutely. All right. So we'll be, I think we'll be over there tomorrow, and we'll drop <laughs> off that invitation in person, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I regret to the person who has to work the front desk at the attorney general's office tomorrow. For
0: anybody watching on the YouTube channel, I'm blinking twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's my signal for help. Okay, let's talk about what uh, Joe Biden did yesterday. He had his new supply chain council meeting. and in it, His what? His supply chain council <laughs> meeting.
1: That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Here's an idea. Just open the country up. Yeah. You know when the supply chain got affected, Casey? When When they they shut shut the country down. When they shut it down. You know why it's still in a bad shape? Because of Pete Buttigieg.
0: Mm, That guy. Well, uh, Joe Biden says that he has helped lower inflation. Do you believe that one? He's warning companies against price gouging and says that his administration was working to lower costs for U.S. families.
1: Uh. They're doing what?
0: Yes, they're working to lower costs for U.S. They're families. working to. They're working to do it, according to a new Fox News poll. Seventy-eight percent of people say that the economy is only fair or poor. <laughs> only three percent say it's excellent. Wait, what?
1: What percentage say fair or poor?
0: Seventy-eight percent.
1: Seventy-eight percent. That appears mm-hmm. because their their message, the the talking point on the shows has been, uh, you, you, your life is great. You just don't understand how great it actually is. And we've got a messaging problem. It's not a your life sucks problem. Mm -hmm. It appears the American people are saying, no, our life really sucks.
0: No, there's complete lack of empathy from that administration.
1: And isn't it, isn't it so disheartening that we live in a country that that has been so blessed by God that we have essentially unlimited natural resources, we have Based on the Constitution that was set up to protect us as citizens, unlimited freedom and unlimited ability with that to unleash innovation and the ability to create great lives, not just for the tippy top, but for a a thriving, just outstanding middle class. And we we being society and the idiots that we elect have hindered that to the point Where the American people are now, 78% of people are saying, Mm -hmm. get ready, bow, we're in for a problem.
0: Okay, so 4 in 10 voters in swing states said that the economy is their number one issue for the presidential election. This is according to Bloomberg News and the Morning Consult poll. And they also report that the cost of living squeeze is robbing Americans of 20% of their income. Inflation rate still the highest we've seen in 40 years.
1: So... So they're say 20% of your income is just going out the door thanks to inflation. Mm-hmm. It's not we have a spending problem. It's not we're buying new things. It's not I've had a lifestyle change in that my spending has gotten more excessive. It is simply because of the magical money printing factory Mm -hmm. that was engaged by Democrats and Republicans alike and the refusal because, as you remember, people like Todd Young, although now he's got some sort of debt commission, right? Wasn't he in favor of some sort of debt which is so weird that he told me in a room full of people, I'm never stopping Stopping. spending the money, Mm -hmm. but yet then he wants the debt commission. I think someone someone with a license to conduct therapy needs to sit Todd Young (laughs) on a couch and say, let's work through this together. But because because of people like Todd Young who regularly lines up with the Democrats to spend seemingly unlimited amounts of money this is not being solved and so you are forcing people because wages are not keeping up with inflation people like Todd Young and by default the Republicans in the house because they've done nothing to to fix this issue mm-hmm. Are diluting the buying power of Americans through no fault of their own.
0: According to the Census Bureau survey, food has risen 32 percent in the last three years, and it now costs a dollar nineteen and twenty-seven cents to buy the same goods and services that it cost a hundred dollars in 2020. So you're paying an extra nineteen dollars and twenty-seven cents for every hundred dollars.
1: That's un. <laughs> That's an it's unsustainable. It's also completely unnecessary, but that is simply unsustainable. Now, you're you've done very well in life. Mm -hmm. I know you live in a high rise. (laughs) You've chosen to live in the greater Indy metro area. So there's not a like a large plot of land that you could undoubtedly afford. I mean you could real probably buy the South Fork Ranch if you wanted to. Sure, But you've chosen to live <laughs> closer to the people. Mm-hmm. But even you, mm-hmm. when you go to the grocery store, I've got to be saying, yikes.
0: Even me. <laughs> well, well, when you're paying nearly $20 for, I don't know, a, a roll of, you know, foil, that's how it, much? It's like twenty dollars for aluminum foil. No Al- way. Aluminium, yeah. Okay, so Wait, 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 wait.
1: You're talking about like the like the Reynolds. Reynolds yes. wrap or yes. whatever that's called? Yes. Oh my gosh, I just never just to cover your leftovers. Oh my gosh. If I had known that, I never would have put that pie we baked for Thanksgiving under Reynolds wrap if I had known <laughs> it was costing that much for me to do that.
0: Yes, it is. All right. Well here's your president claiming that Thanksgiving dinner is one of the cheapest
2: ever on record. In fact, as a share of earnings, this Thanksgiving dinner was the fourth cheapest ever on record. I want you all to know that. <laughs> I look at all the press look at
0: that. Yeah, they don't believe him. So it's he, of course a complete lie.
1: So he wants you to believe mm-hmm. that in 1950 Thanksgiving this year in 2023 was cheaper than Thanksgiving dinner in 1955.
0: Yes, that's what he wants you to and believe. And somebody
1: clapped for that. <laughs> yes, the Some have... seal in the back was mm-hmm. like, my job depends on this. Yay. <laughs> 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 Isn't that amazing that the guy can just straight lie? And it's not even a good lie. It's not even a lie where people are like, ah, I need to really research that. It's just completely ridiculous. And there are still people who will actually applaud. Who still clap. Yay, you, you go, what you if go. He, I'm convinced if he came out and said the earth is it, the earth is square that someone would clap for that i mean that is the point we have reached now casey mm-hmm. where we are th- these these tribalistic sheep uh, at, at, it doesn't matter what non and it's both sides, right? It doesn't matter what nonsensical garbage comes out of these politicians' mouth. The tribalistic sheep will applaud for it. That is gross that somebody clapped for that.
0: Well, we've got a lot more on Bidenomics to share with you. And uh, coming up next, oh, Rob, I came across this last night and I thought, well, we're just going to have to do one of these every day until your head actually explodes. Oh, how exciting. It's something from the governor. and ah! It's on the way from 93. WIBC. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Are you familiar with the Pure Michigan ads?
1: Why I am, Casey, and it just so happens that if you watch us on the YouTube, if you go to the YouTube and put Kendall and Casey, and you'll see this now famous sign that is often behind me, which says "My governor is an idiot," <laughs> and it says "Pure Moron" mm-hmm. under it, and it's of course a play on the Pure Michigan yeah.
0: ads. Yeah, voiced by Tim Allen. Yes, they, they were a- famous.
1: Absolutely,
0: did a wonderful job for a long time, done by the uh, Tourism Department Absolutely. of Michigan. Absolutely. Guess what? What? Indiana's got its own version.
1: Oh, <laughs> of course we do, Casey. Yes.
0: Uh, Governor Holcomb uh-huh. and Imagine Indiana, uh-huh. which is a nonprofit organization that promotes the great state of Indiana, mm-hmm. they released 62 videos.
1: <laughs> they released how many?
0: 62 videos. Oh,
1: because in case 61 wasn't enough, we wanted to throw one 62. on there at the end. Right. These are touting
0: sure. the state's top Attractions Uh and they're dubbed all around Indiana.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And these it it features different things like a buffalo preserve, caves, parks, uh, racing, Uh plus a variety of different industries. Right. Here's the kicker, Rob. We don't have Tim
1: Allen voicing ours. No, we don't. Who do what celebrity did we get? Did we get like was it John Mellencamp? Was it Letterman? Was it David Letterman? Uh, was it some very Peyton Manning perhaps? Yeah, did who did we get?
0: We got Eric Holcomb. (laughs)
1: Yes, he said this
0: is part of his effort to bring Indiana to the world and the world to Indiana. Oh. And now these videos aren't just targeted at tourists. They're to show off some of the special attractions that make Indiana such a first-rate destination to live.
1: So of all the people, because part of the lure of the Pure Michigan ad is it's Tim Allen reading the ad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's Tim the Toolman Taylor. It's yeah. the Santa Claus. Right. All the other things, you know, great stand-up comedian you know it's Tim Allen, who is super identified. I mean, hell, the show took place, if you remember, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's it, He is intimately identified with the, the state of Michigan, and so there is a certain fondness that when you hear the ad and the piano in the background, you go, oh my gosh, it's Tim the Tool Man Taylor telling me to come to Michigan, Michigan because everyone knows who Tim Allen is. But in this narcissistic ass's world. Well, I'm bigger than any possible celebrity in the state of Indiana. Everyone would know who I am. I'm I'm Eric the Red. I'm Lockdown McGee. I'm High Tax Holcomb. Who better than moi to read the ad?
0: Yeah. Okay. So all around Indiana's website calls it a personal project of the governor's, uh-huh. and it's not related to any campaigns or politics. Oh, this it's a, it just strictly it, to highlight. Oh, it just Indiana. It's just
1: it's just probably ten of millions of dollars of free publicity, air quote free, to which he's going to link his name to. It's like when he had, remember during COVID when he had those press conferences every week and you would look at it and go, well, other than you doing the exact opposite of what you're telling us to do, I don't know, like, uh, Doctor Box gynecologist college, not wearing a mask at her kid's wedding, or you giving us all the the rules and and then taking those selfies in the diner without your mask there. Uh, lockdown, McGee. What was the purpose of this? And then you quickly realize the purpose was to get himself on statewide television with a bully pulpit mm-hmm. every single day because well just ha- or every single week because it just happened to be. An election year, Casey.
0: Okay. Well, he is uh, voicing all of these, and I thought, well, what a treat. Uh-huh. Let's play one a day.
1: <laughs> you would not do that to until me until
0: either your head explodes or you just really can't take you it anymore. Would
1: so you, I no matter thought, how much you may hate me, you would not do that. To I, I
0: figure, you know what? Let's let's do a, a, a gentle rollout for you <laughs> and take one of the sixty-two videos on a topic that you like. Uh-huh. Actually, I thought this would be a soft way okay. of introducing these videos to you. Great. Here we go. He's talking about Indiana golf courses.
1: When visitors come to Indiana for business, the first question is usually, where can I golf? (laughs) Well, we've got golf courses across northern, central, and southern Indiana, and they're not just any old golf courses. We have Pete Dye courses, PGA Tour courses, the iconic Brickyard Crossing, and other courses from legendary architects. At French Lick Resort alone, you'll find courses designed by Pete Dye, Donald Ross, and Tom Bendelow. In fact, there's nowhere else in the world you can play courses from all three legends in one place. French Lick also has some of the best views in America. So even after a bad swing, you can just look out over the sunset and admire the beauty on the horizon. Don't you just want to stab yourself with an ice pick every time you hear his voice?
0: I, I mean, I do like the idea because it does make me proud of Indiana. And the videos are, you know, they're shot very nicely and there's a lot of drone shots and it highlights all of the uh, different areas around the state. But uh, yeah, the voiceover it, is what does imagine it Imagine thinking
1: me. no one would sell this state like me. Of all the very famous distinguished Hoosiers still living who are either from the state or, you know, in, intimately associated with the state of Indiana. This guy is so narcissistic that he said, No one, no one would get people to come here better than me.
0: All right, one down, 61 to go. <laughs> if you want to watch these videos, they're at allaroundindiana.com. We've got Micah Beckwith, who's joining us next on 93 WIBC.
1: The Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob. Casey's here. And I, look, Casey, you know, I am the last person to point out anyone's flaws. You know that. Sure. Uh, But we have to do that here because one of our guests has let us down. Oh. And he joins us now on the uh, WIBC hotline. Uh, Micah Beckwith. All right, Beckwith. You were supposed to be in charge last week. We gave you very clear instructions to reach out to phony tough guy, (laughs) Todd Rokita, because we were interested (laughs) in maybe seeing if there were areas we could coexist and get along. And the very next day, he came up. Tony Kenneth's show and was very mean to me you failed
2: (laughs) okay first of all I didn't know where that was coming or going there when you said uh, I did something wrong but uh hey I think that was probably already on the docket I mean it wasn't that's not a coincidence that the very next day he just happened to be on Tony's show I mean Tony has to work weeks out in advance to get guests on I'm sure doesn't he yeah what is he Maury
1: Povich yes absolutely (laughs) No, I mean so I mean you called the guy, right? You called one of Rokita's guys and said you should probably take Rob and Casey up on this and the very next day he couldn't help himself.
2: Well, I didn't call him. They texted me and they said, Hey, great job on, oh. on Rob's show. They do listen. You oh, know, they, they do, do listen. listen to you, so. But no, I think uh I I, I think he still would be open to it. I don't think it was uh because he went on Tony's show, he's not gonna come on your show. I think I think I think you and Todd would have a great uh Open discussion. I think it would be it'd be great for the listeners. I think he'd be able to defend himself just fine. There's only one person in all of Indiana that the left hates more than me, and it's Todd Rakita. And he's good at defending his positions and what he believes because he has to do it uh, when it comes to the left every single day. So, I mean, I think I think he should come on your show. I think in, you'd be uh, you'd be a walk in the park. I think so. What a,
0: what a peacemaker Micah is. <laughs> but Micah, he called us clowns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey listen, I like clowns. Clowns are fun, they're funny. They they bring uh, joy to kids. I mean, come on. What am I oh, wearing I...
0: big floppy shoes? <laughs>
2: No, you're wearing. You are wearing boots, and then they you had to take them off, is what you told me before this uh, phone call started here. <laughs> so true. You're... <laughs> Casey was like, "Hey, pastor,
1: let me tell you about how I disrobed in my car." <laughs> it's true. I didn't know we were going
0: to talk about that, but the boots uh, were a little snug, uh, so I had to switch them out. But Micah, did he say anything? Did his people say anything? Like, no way, or yes, we'll consider
2: it. No, no, no. No, they no. I think they're open. I mean, hey, listen, Todd is Todd. I don't think Todd's gonna, you know, Todd's gonna do what Todd does, and and so I think. They, but I think they were open to that. I think the, the response I got back was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll we'll throw this out to him and see if you know see if he would do it." Because, so I think because yeah, just keep reaching out to him, I'll, I'll certainly put hmm. in the good word for you guys when I see him next time. Well, I mean, say, look, you know, you're you're a grown ass man, Micah,
1: and you're not afraid of people, and it's kind of pathetic that he'll go on Hammer and Nigel and take shots at me, and he'll go on Tony Kennett and take shots at me, and we were like, "Dude, you clearly listen. Just come in and say it to my
2: face." And he's like, "Nah." hey i i think i think the phone works both ways there uh rob you have todd's number you should just shoot him a text and send him a send oh him if it, mike if i call him to... i'm gonna end up on a watch
1: list somewhere <laughs>
2: I'm already on about 14 I'll
1: so what's one more I'll, I'll be spending time next to that guy that called jim bank's office repeatedly i mean
2: come on we all know how this is gonna go uh, that's funny. I've heard, I've heard that, you know, that sells, uh, the, it's like the rich Charles nowadays, uh, the, the jail cells in the, in America. So oh, you'll be fine. Okay.
1: Casey, here's what we have to do. I've given this a lot of thought. Yeah. Do you remember, were you here last year when I tried to correspond with the governor's office mm-hmm. and they wouldn't respond back? Uh, well, yeah. And you went over with your list of questions, yes, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And then finally that, uh, Aaron, something or other, I think was her name. Responded with the infamous. It would, it would not n- it serve would n- Hoosiers well. Yeah, that's correct. So here is what I think we got to do is, how? What's your schedule like tomorrow, Casey?
0: Um, well, I'm pretty open for Are you, you Rob.
1: Open. Yeah. Here's what I think we ought to do. I think tomorrow, that'd be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We ought to waltz our behinds over there to the state house and just drop off an invitation in person to Rokita. What <laughs> you do you think? think that's what he needs? Yeah. I'll have to do that before I go on the
0: Tony Kinnick cast.
1: <laughs> what do you think, Micah? You want to come with us? You want to walk over there
2: and uh, drop hey. this off to Rokita in person? Hey, don't bring this evil on my house, too, man. You guys be you, all right? I'm a... You Rob. know
0: what, though? I. You know what, Rob? I'm kind of torn with this idea. Yeah. Because, honestly, we don't need to beg him to come on our show. Clearly, we have thousands of listeners. Well, he's As listening. As he pointed yeah, out. He's listening, yes. Yes. So, if, if he doesn't want to engage, I think that says more about him than it does us. Yeah,
1: but here's the thing, and Beckwith will tell you this is true because Rokita is a self-observant. Absorbed narcissist, my words, not Micah's, um, he will totally bow up the entire day anticipating us to come, and that would absolutely ruin his day. And so, I'm doing this for me, not for him. Casey. Okay,
0: so let's just put it out there that we might
1: do it. Maybe we'll uh, go over there. Micah, I'm so terribly sorry. We have hijacked your entire segment here, and you deserve so much. Mike, I, I, I'm still
2: here, just listening, enjoying I, the conversation. So.
1: And by the way, if you're, a, if you're a, considering becoming a delegate in 2024, Micah in no way endorses anything we say on this show in fact he rather th- <laughs> regularly loathes uh, everything that comes out of our mouth hey uh no one uh, so mike Braun's running an ad on tv and i saw it three times during the college football game on saturday three times and the whole ad is about how he's endorsed by trump not a single solitary thing he plans to do for the state of indiana i still really have no idea what any of these people want to do specifically do you
2: well, they they need to do a better job of putting out their own ideas. I think that's you hit the nail on the head. Sometimes they get too locked into saying, "Well, these are who my friends are," and so vote for me because of my friends. Well. No, it's not. That's not really a great w- reason to vote for somebody. I mean, be, your friends can tell you a little bit about who somebody is. But uh, more than anything, I think voters want to know, what are you going to do for the state? What are you going to do for for me and my family? How are you going to protect the values and uh, that I hold dear? And so I, I do think that you got to be careful if 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 uh, Mike Braun is just going to run on Trump endorse me, that's probably going to backfire a little bit. Even though there's a lot of Trump support in Indiana, um, you gotta you gotta come to the table with. Here, here's how I'm going to address property taxes. Here's how I'm going to address um, the the Biden Bidenomics and inflation. And here's how I'm going to address illegal immigration. And because you know all those things affect Hoosiers, and so we want to know that. Like, how are you going to deal with some of these pressing issues of the day?
1: Yeah, because when you go out, you're on all these. Uh, you know, what do they call? Them? lincoln days and breakfast and uh, you're you're maintaining your girlish figure quite well by the way i'm very impressed by all these breakfasts and dinners you're eating you haven't really gained any weight what do people want to what do people want to talk to you about are we way out in left field saying oh my gosh this property tax thing such a big issue whoever's first to that's probably going to win i mean are we way off what, what do people want to talk about
2: No, that's exactly what people want to talk about. They want to talk about kitchen table issues. So it's things like property taxes. You know, and a kitchen table issue that I'm hearing a lot about is what are my kids being forced to – uh, learn in school now. When I'm not there as their parent, what what are these what are these indoctrination centers doing to my kids? Like that has become a kitchen table issue. We used to think that was a social issue. Well, no, parents are really concerned with what their kids are learning now. When uh, when you know they're, they don't they're not there to 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 kind. Of, they saw in 2020 they saw what was happening. So that's a kitchen table issue. Other kitchen table issues are are uh, you know some of the national stuff like what are we doing with border security? I mean that is a kitchen table issue for Hoosiers because they they. they Are concerned that border security is impacting uh, our jobs here in Indiana. It's impacting our safety here in Indiana. Even though we're not a border state, it's still impacting us. So those are the things that I, I get bombarded with. When people are talking to me when I'm at these Lincoln days or out uh, making the rounds uh, across the state.
1: Uh, Mike,
2: i back with our guest, Casey. Did you? I have a Yes, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say that, you know, Mike Braun did release his freedom and opportunity agenda, something we're going to discuss coming up. Sounds made up. I'm wondering if Mike has had a <laughs> chance to review it. He said one of his big things is going to be his approach to education and also health care. Those are two things that are in his freedom and opportunity agenda.
2: I haven't seen it yet. but I'm, I'm certainly excited to look at it. I would be really interested to see what he's going to do with education. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think on health care, there's there's some free market stuff that a governor could put in place. I think the the issue with health care is the free market has been pushed out, and we've we've become a uh, government mandated uh, basically marketplace, and that doesn't work. And so you got to let the free market do what the free market does. A governor could really could really help uh, spin things back the right direction if he if he just says, hey. let the free market work and get the government out of the way but as far as education goes boy you you appoint the superintendent of education as the governor uh, i'd love to see who he's got who he's talking about uh putting in that spot because that's a really important spot when you're dealing with statewide education um i want to know what he thinks about dei officers in schools because i think that's a colossal waste of money uh and it and it's Feeds into the division that we already see uh, within our schools running rampant. So I, those are some of the things I, I hope he addresses in that in that uh, uh, statement he puts out.
1: All right, Micah. Before we let you go, Casey, mm-hmm. uh, it was Sunday. Was a big day for uh, for Micah and the entire Life Church community. Uh, they they uh, they for some reason I have no idea why they asked me to do the announcements mm-hmm. for all three services <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, Beckwith, have you ever seen a church erupt in applause when a person seemingly just 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 walked out on stage to say, here's some (laughs) announcements about the church.
2: I think some people would be like, "Wait,
1: he's he's actually saved? He's a Christian?" <laughs> Didn't you say somebody somebody came up to you, like heard the ads and went to the church and goes, "Rob's really doesn't engage in devil worship."
2: <laughs> <laughs> that has been said before. Uh, no, here's here's the great thing, Casey. This was what we were backstage in the green room uh, mm-hmm. that we call the Dream Team Room. And Rob's, you know, he's a little nervous. He's going over his notes I'm like, Rob, You'll be fine. Like just just be you. And and he's like he's like, "Listen, Micah, he's like, I talked to ten 15 20,000 people on a on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But here's the Here's the trick. I never have to see them. Now yeah. I'm looking out and I see real people. There's real people. And they're looking back at me. I'm, uh-huh. I'm freaking out here. Yeah,
1: I mean, I walked out there and it's like, oh my gosh, there's people here. And I, I, I had to just, I, I, I got through it. But it's very distracting to see people looking back at me. No,
0: you know what I think it is, Mike, Because I've seen Rob speak in public in front of people many times. And he does a fantastic job, never uses notes. And it just comes right off his tongue. I think what the issue was that he knows that the meaning was very important on what he was doing. You're on such Sunday. a
1: mom, Casey. That's why I love you. You're just, you just bring
2: the loving mother. I got your to back, everything.
0: Rob. I am the wall for you to push
2: off of. <laughs> he did. He did a fantastic job, Casey. You would have been proud Good. as the, the the motherly figure in his life. You would have been very proud, and uh, he did a great job. He he only made one mistake, and the ushers were were quick to point it out. So, of course. Uh, that, but, but, he, he corrected in the in the other services, so it was great. We'll, so. we'll, go,
1: we'll go with this. So I go back. I made one minor mistake, and I go back, and the usher guy just, like, deadpans. No good job or nothing. You, you forgot to do this. And then Micah goes, Rob, it's fine. Their spiritual gift is complaining.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I think I have that gift, too.
2: Uh, Micah, you're the best. Um, Thank you. Hey, thanks, guys. Love
0: you guys. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 10 minutes away from 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Coming up later this week, Rob, I'm going to be in uh, Brownsburg. What? Right by your place. Coming to my house? Maybe I'll stop by, see the baby, get a little cuddle. No, uh, I'm going to be at Premier Arms. Oh. This is uh, Thursday, 6 p.m. It is a town hall meeting with Charles Bookwalter. Wait,
1: wait, wait. People can meet you in the flesh?
0: In the flesh. Uh, Guy Relford is also going to be there.
1: But they have to meet Guy Relford as well. Mm -hmm. So they can't just choose? Well,
0: they can if they want. I mean, we're not going to be connected at the hip. We're both going to be there. But this is a a town hall meeting with Charles Bookwalter. He's the Republican candidate for uh, Congress in in your district. How exciting.
1: So you will be there. Guy Mm -hmm. Relford will be there. Mm -hmm. Charles Bookwalder, who is running against Jim Baird, who, again, if you live in the 4th Congressional District, which I have the great misfortune of doing... You have got to get rid of Jim Baird. I mean, that guy is a joke. He's a goof. He's a disgrace. He's setting it up for his loser kid, who's a state rep, to take his seat when he decides to bid adieu. I mean, this guy has been horrific. And God bless Charles Bookwalter. It is not easy to challenge an entrenched incumbent. And Charles, we've had him on the show mm-hmm. multiple times, very conservative, former military uh, Green member, Beret. Green, Green Beret. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, 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 uh, He's actually trying to campaign. He's trying to raise money. He's going to the events. He's pressing the flesh. And so this would be a phenomenal opportunity for people to hear this guy speak. He's very articulate, a mm-hmm. uh, very good speaker, and they get to meet you.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm just introducing Charles. So I you just give have great introductions. A, a little bit part. Your but...
1: introductions are so out of this world. I will never, ever do a public speaking event again that you are not doing the introduction, really? Casey. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so a great. good hype man. Oh, huh? you are phenomenal. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Well, I'll be introducing Charles, and this is again Thursday, this Thursday, 6 p.m. at Premiere Arms in uh, Brownsburg,
1: and you can come by my house afterwards. Casey. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a free event, but uh, donations for the book Walter for Congress are welcome. Okay, by the way. Very good. Limited space, so the if you want to go, make your plan. Thursday. That's
1: Thursday. Mm-hmm. This six, Thursday, six p.m. Six p.m. Yep, me very, and the
0: gun guy are going to be there. Very good. All How right. exciting. Hey, did you hear that the Merriam-Webster announced their word of the year for twenty
1: three? Um, you know, I cheated. Yeah, because you saw this. Well, I was perusing around the various uh, urban one radio stations in our little cluster here and I had it on the B1057 this morning mm-hmm. and uh, as I was going coming into work and uh, Sean Copeland said what this was but I won't steal your thunder okay. or your thunder or the anticipation of the masses Tell us, Casey, what was the Merriam-Webster Word of the Year?
0: The Word of the Year for 2023 is authentic. That
1: was interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah. um, They said that this is a nod to the rise of artificial intelligence and that they saw a substantial increase in searches for the word authentic, uh, driven by conversations about AI, celebrity culture, identity, and also social media. Well,
1: isn't it fascinating? And we have talked about this numerous times about how the AI stuff is totally out of control. And for someone who has, I don't know if you know this, I have twenty ten vision. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I, I've told I, you that story before. Yes,
0: I do know that. The
1: last time I went to the, and I, look, I, I hate bringing stuff up about myself, but the last time I went to the eye doctor, <laughs> I don't know if I told you the story before, I got to the bottom row yeah, and the guy was like, oh my gosh, almost nobody ever makes it to mm-hmm. the bottom row. Mm-hmm. Um, The rest of me may be falling apart. I don't know. But my eyes are pretty darn good. And you know why? It's because my grandmother told me as a kid, if you eat carrots, carrots will help your eyesight. And so I was long a carrot eater. Yeah. How's your knee doing, by the way? Uh, You had that issue last
0: (laughs) week. It still (laughs) hurts. You said you're falling
1: apart. I can can walk without pain now, though, but it still still very much hurts. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting, right? to, To the untrained eye or people who have vision issues or whatever, there is no doubt that these these deepfakes, and they're improving mm-hmm. by the week, right? They're getting better and better and better. They still look a little off to me, but people who aren't blessed with my incredible eyesight, I, it's a scary time. Well,
0: we're going to feature one later in the oh. show who actually sings, and her name is Anna <laughs> Indiana. Oh, well, so we'll see if we're going to claim uh-huh. her. But speaking of AI, there is this... Uh, Writer for Sports Illustrated. Uh-huh. His name is Drew Ortiz. And I think it's probably
1: Ortiz, right?
0: Ortiz, whatever. He's Ortiz, got, Ortiz. It doesn't matter. He's not real. Oh, he's not real. He's not real. Doesn't even exist. He's got a headshot and everything. Oh, uh, no. Yes, yes. And apparently uh, Sports Illustrated his headshot is for sale. They bought it from a uh, AI <laughs> website. Uh, this person wrote entire articles. And then when he when sports illustrator was questioned about this guess what they did deleted every article from this ai writer
1: <laughs> i better hurry up and sign that contract because we're going to get replaced by robots
0: <laughs> it's uh six minutes actually four minutes in front of 10 you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc and by the way we're real and ah! we're spectacular